When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm just not letting y'all know right now. And Mayweather, again, will we'll come out on top once again, and we'll steal the pay-per-view numbers from Haney and Pro Gray, which, in my opinion, is a better fight. Today, we're talking about Showtime and their final final broadcast. Although, Paulie, I'm hearing they, there may be one December 16th. I don't know. But you guys, everyone feel free to jump in, but I'll start with Paulie. Um it seems like the fights on this card changed day by day. We heard it was going to be Thurman against Garcia. Now they're both on the card, but against different fighters. And the biggest rumor on that card, by the way, it's a pay-per-view, is is Floyd Mayweather against Mikey Garcia. So um, we'll kind of go over the fights one by one, but but tell me what you think about this as a pay-per-view. And remember, you got Haney and Progray pay-per-view the same day. My question is this. Uh, first of all, Haney and Progress shouldn't be a pay-per-view and, and I, and, on any planet, in any stratosphere, any time zone, in any venue. <laughs> that, 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 that's on them if they want to make it a pay-per-view. I think they have the better show, but making it a pay-per-view, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Um, but my first question is, is Mayweather Garcia an exhibition or is it a fight? The rumors are that it would be an exhibition, but you never know. I mean, they might want to go out with a bang. I have no idea. I'm hearing... That right now it's an well, exhibition. Well, if it even happens, we don't even know if Floyd's going to be on the card. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. First of all, probably. I mean, I'm assuming Floyd will be on the card. Otherwise, you wouldn't be really be selling it to everybody the way they are at this point. Um, I'm going to kind of tie in everything with uh with, with the way Tim just brought up uh, the Fury in Ganu, uh, and he's working that show for ESPN. Uh, I can remember uh, Mayweather McGregor for Showtime pay-per-view. This will be a Showtime pay-per-view, uh, Mayweather uh, in an exhibition against Garcia. I'm going to tie all this in together because, Tim, I also worked for the big conglomerate, and I understand when you got to sell the bullshit. And I, and I understand. <laughs> I, I was in camp with McGregor. I knew that guy sucked. I watched him firsthand train. I, I was like, this guy sucks. And I couldn't believe that they were going to do a hundreds of million dollar pay-per-view. And I was going to have to figure out creative ways to sell you the bullshit. And that's what we had to do. I mean, we had to, we had to figure out other ways and it was harder for me because I actually was in the gym with the guy and I'd seen him. Um, But, and, and I was actually told not to say certain things. I can remember actually having had that inside info where I would have known that he was going to fade and he was going to quit late. So it would have made me look really smart, but because I had had the issue with him in the sparring video, they didn't want me to look like a hater. Tell him the truth would have been a hater, but in the end, the, the fight actually played out the way I expected it to, as far as him ended up quitting the way he did. But funny thing is, you know, these things kind of sell themselves anyway, you know, no matter what you got to do, you got an, you got an MMA culture that, like I said, we'll watch 
Francis Ngannou in a spelling bee. They'll buy the pay-per-view. They, they're that stupid. But but you also have uh, boxing fans and, and the crossover. And, and just the casual from both sports also bringing it together. And that's what I think Mayweather does as well, um, even in, in an exhibition with Mikey Garcia. I think because it's, it's a Showtime pay-per-view, I think that you have to have a respectable opponent. Some of Mayweather's opposition in these exhibitions, uh, when he's done them in the Middle East, when he's done them in Asia, he's been able to kind of lower the level of opposition a little bit. Maybe get boxers we haven't heard of or maybe get kickboxers from another sport and and he's been able to sell it to you the right way um and and still may, able to make make mega money on it but with showtime i think there's a little bit more of a standard so they needed to get mikey garcia who also is kind of retired semi-retired right so you can kind of you kind of look at this as maybe a fight that could have happened years ago and now it's happening now and you can sell it to us that way showtime can kind of go out with a bang with this pay-per-view haney progre um in denial about being on pay-per-view there that's gonna cost them them the them their own money in their own pocket whoever's putting on that pay-per-view is gonna lose money that's a guarantee um especially if you're going up against mayweather despite the fact that i do i, I am more interested in haney versus progre um it's sort of a good swan song you know mayweather has been one of the more lucrative uh fighters if not the most lucrative fighters showtime has ever had i mean we we can argue with mike about it being mike tyson as well a uh, different market at that time obviously uh with pay-per-views being cost more costly nowadays and whatnot but nonetheless i think it's a fitting swan song they use mayweather to go i mean i, I mayweather has had a um has identified with Showtime in the latter part of his career, uh, made a lot of money with them. They made a lot of money for him. And fans kind of, uh, you know, kind of know that, that that marriage is something that they kind of view together. At this point, you think of Floyd Mayweather, you think of Showtime, you think of Showtime, you think of Floyd Mayweather, regardless of the fact that Mayweather has been retired. So I can kind of see the, the mindset in all of this. And um, if you got a pretty good undercard, it's going to be interesting. I mean, at this point, now people have to decide which pay-per-view they're going to watch or <clears throat> steal, I guess, if you want to. Come on, Polly. You know, you know that Mayweather's doing this out of spite. You know that Mayweather's doing this out of spite. Bro. Oh, you know this is his MO. I, I, undoubtedly. But, of course, but I don't – here's why I don't know it's it's necessarily spite. Because Haney Progray – I mean, I don't think Haney, Mayweather has an issue with Haney, first of all. I think, you know, the, the Haney kind of came up in his gym. But second of all, who the hell would ever think Haney Progray would be a pay-per-view? I mean, you know, you, 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 that in itself – they, they, he couldn't sell a Lomachenko pay-per-view that well. I mean, Look, Lomachenko pay-per-view was a bigger fight. So you're not going to Mayweather wants to continue against... to show, Polly that he is he still the man, period. Yeah, but, That's course, it. but but he won't go head-to-head against a Canelo pay-per-view. He'll go head-to-head against a Haney pay-per-view. The guy he's also, he's, he's, he's also got a new whiskey to sell. So yeah, there's, there's always that. Money, money Mayweather is a brilliant marketer, and there's a reason he does everything. New so. money whiskey, right? New money whiskey. Now, now, now he's, getting, he's getting promoting right now from us. You know, right. It's funny because I, I was I, 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 randomly, I don't know where, I actually spoke to Mayweather yesterday on the phone, and he actually told me that he's actually not just got the whiskey, he's uh, do, doing some uh, some sort of champagne as well. Uh, <laughs> and it's got a French name, and you're going to hear about that as well. And the That's French hilarious. Name, I don't speak French. The French name, the French name is uh, it, it translates to new money champagne. So the French, it, it, it's new money in, in French. And and then he's got the new money whiskey as well. Just how so do you sell, how do you, both, both of those things promoted during this fight promotion. He don't even drink. I, I was gonna say drink. he doesn't drink. <laughs> well, guys, we're gonna, we're, gonna, good. we're gonna take <laughs> a quick fight, break. We're promoting fights forever. Tim, I wonder if that hope in a bottle would be a big seller in Saudi Arabia. You know, you 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 ought to think about that. Um, but we're we're talking about other things. We're talking about other customs. <laughs> That's true. That might be tough to get through customs, and we don't want you to have any problems with customs because we need you back on Pro Box TV. The boxing world needs you. 
So, uh, Chris, um, one of the fights that was rumored was was uh, Danny Garcia and Keith Thurman. People talked about they're going to fight. Now it looks like Stanionis and Thurman are fighting. And remember, Stanionis has a he's got a minor belt. The WBA has a super champion and a world champion, and Stanionis has the world champion belt. So it looks like Keith Thurman is going to get a shot at a belt. What do you think about that matchup? Well, I actually originally heard that they were going to be in separate bouts. I heard that they're, they're both going to be in the card. I was like, oh, okay, that's a good fight. They're fighting each other. And I was like, no, 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 they're, they're on separate bouts. Oh, okay. And then I hear that they're going to fight each other. And now we're back to what I originally heard, that they're not actually fighting each other and they're in separate bouts. Honestly, I like the Stanionis Thurman fight. I mean, I think it's one of those fights where it, it's, it makes sense where where they are, or they are at in their careers. Yeah, Thurman has been so inactive for the past couple of years, especially since he fought Pacquiao. But he's still a name, and he's still a dangerous guy, and he still has a good record, and he's, he's still Keith Thurman. And you've got the, these young guns coming up. you got the Stanionis Virgil Ortiz debacle, which took a year off of both of their careers, and maybe even more for Virgil Ortiz because of his health issues that that developed. Uh, I feel bad for Stanionis. He, he, he had a bunch of fights fall through uh, by no fault of his own. And um, and now he's here. And then we have a guy like Jaron Ennis. We got a Virgil Ortiz who's now out of the weight class. We got Stan Jonas. I think that these guys need those big fights. They need their names and their records. They need to be tested against a guy like Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman, I'm not calling him a gatekeeper. He's he's, But he is one of those guys now where you're going to have to get past him if you're going to go into that upper echelon. And if Stan Jonas can do that, I think that's a that's a huge win for him. Um, he's beating someone with a name that everyone around here knows. And I, I'm pretty high on Stan Jonas. I, I, I do like this fight. I want to see what he can do with the likes of Keith Thurman. Um, so that fight I'm not that mad about. Now, the Garcia-Lara fight, that's a whole other issue. But... That one, I'm, I, I, it's what that's another fight where you look at it and it's kind of weird that we're we're fighting at a catch weight of 155. I yeah. hate this catch weight stuff. Yeah. Fighting for a world title. If it's the middleweight title, how are you gonna have a catch weight? How is that possible? It, it, well, it's a different era, yeah. And and you, you jump. Wait, who, I mean, who's got a catch weight? Lara and Garcia. Lara and Garcia, Garcia supposedly middleweight a catch title. weight of 155. Mercenary man, that's what it is. That's, that's what it's turned into. It's all about money. That's all. hundred percent, Tim. And and that's that's what that's what takes the the heart away from these titles. And for I, I all of us here, we're all world champions. We all are cherish cherish being world champions. Cherish the fact that we won those belts. And just it just waters it down so much when you got situations like this. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because the fans see that and they they it makes the belts not worth as much to them either. Um, so that one's a little, a little strange to me. Not that I don't like the fight. It's two named guys. Danny Garcia has, has had a long, illustrious career. Um, Lara, who is another guy who's been super inactive, but I mean, talent through the roof, older guy now. And I've, it's an interesting matchup to kind of picture stylistically to see what's going to happen. But, um, just strange that it's for a belt at 155 at middleweight and, uh, neither guy has been active. It's strange that we're just going back and digging into names and putting them together and throwing world titles on them. Right, and Garcia's never fought at 160, so it's right. just an. It well, seems like an. He's, he's, he's still not. He's still not fighting at 160. Right, he's fighting Laura is 40 years old. Don't 40 years that. old hasn't fought in a year and a half. 40 years old hasn't fought in a year and a half. When for, you're older, not fighting it, it really, really affects you. Is this for the main middleweight title the WBA has? He, he's like he's got a regular belt. He's got the 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 super belt the super or whatever belt. they call you it. Know, the middleweight division is so like so empty right now that I don't even Trash. know who's the real champions and who's not. So Lara has the main title at 160. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, Bro, Tim, need um, middleweight needs an infusion of oxygen, man. Dude, it's like it is a dead weight class. I'm it really good. is. But I don't Tim, think I've never seen the middleweight division so dead. 
out of these two fights, Tim, um, that we're talking about here, uh, I'm, are, are you along with Chris? Are you liking the Stanionis Thurman fight? I love the Stanionis, but I just don't understand why Boots keeps, keeps getting overlooked. Uh, that's a problem, man. Boots keep getting overlooked, but I can just tell you this: like everybody's probably wondering how does how does Thurman be able to get himself in position like that? He's a brand. <laughs> He's paid his dues. You know but he I mean? never like, fights, Tim. But I understand that. But you understand, like boxing is different now. Okay, it's all about it's all about name recognition. That's what it's about now. It's about name recognition. It's about dollars. And the belts are de definitely being depleted now. Like Polly was saying, they're they're they don't they're meaningless. Oh, I should say Chris was saying they're meaningless now. You know, if you have a name, if you can bring in and pack the seats, dude, you can fight. It doesn't matter. You know, promoters now are not looking at fighters because of how talented they are. They're saying. How many followers does he have? You know, is he active on social media? That's what they're looking for. Can he fight a little bit? Can we protect him? You know, does he have a little bit of skills? You know, that's what promoters are looking for. But back in the days, they were looking for guys that were skillful, guys that were dominant, guys that could take over the sport. You know, so it's a little different now. But I do like the matchup between Stanionis and Thurman. Um, both of these guys have been inactive. I think this is a 50-50 fight. I think, it's a, I think Stanionis can win this fight. I think Keith Thurman can win this fight. If Keith Thurman is going to win this fight, it's going to be with his legs. Danny Onis, he's going to have to put the pressure on him, get in the inside and bang him down to the body. We know that's where the Keith Thurman is weak. So, you know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, man. I, I think it's a good, good matchup. Uh, both guys, both guys need to, I think they need each other, to be honest with you. But again, if Boots was in the equation, it'd be even better. Agreed. George, you, you asked, how does Thurman get himself in the position for this fight? I was in I was in a fight week for Errol Spence and and Terence Crawford. Thurman was doing the media rounds. He was talking to everybody. He was doing all the podcasts. He was on my podcast. We, everybody was interviewing. He was talking a lot about both guys. He was putting himself into the light. He's been out of out of the scene for so long. But like like Tim said, he's a brand. He's a name. Yeah. He's known. He's done it. He's been there. He's he's yeah, been in the ring with the best, multiple world champion, fought some of the biggest names our sport has seen in our generation. So yeah, he, a guy like that can just step back into the spotlight, start talking, and get himself into a big fight. And that's exactly what happened. Well, Paulie, we're going to get your take in a minute. We're going to take a quick break. You see ESPN analyst Tim Bradley with us. Make sure you download that app and subscribe because you get champions every day. Champions talking boxing. I get to talk to champions every day talking about the sport that we love. So, Paulie, um, let's get your take on, on, on these undercard fights. Are you uh, are you liking this Stanionis Thurman fight? Yeah, that's the better fight for sure. Uh, there's, uh, I mean, not like like Chris said. I mean, when Lara and Garcia are in there, it's still two big names. There's going to be a curiosity about it. It's just you, you do feel like it gets watered down when you're when you look at a 155 pound middleweight world title fight. Lara moves up to 160 because probably he's older and he had trouble making 154. So to make him drain back down at that age, yeah, I feel is a little bit unfair. But you know what? Money is king. And uh, there was probably uh, uh, enough money in the pot for Lara to decide that, you know what, I'm going to make my way down to 155 and take on Garcia. You know, we were talking about there's no middleweights really. There's no big name middleweights. So this actually. You know, you can complain about the matchup, but re regardless, when you come down, down to it, we're talking about brains. I mean, Danny Garcia himself is a brain, right? So so we're talking about a situation now where okay, you can't make a really a middleweight title fight where there is big names involved. So you can kind of do this catchweight thing. And now you've now created a middleweight title fight 
in a dead weight class between two name fighters that could draw interest. So when you look at it from just a middleweight division perspective, instead of from an overall boxing perspective, look at it just from the middleweight division perspective. In comparison to what the middleweight division could give you, this is a pretty good fight, you know? And of course, Garcia is getting in where he fits in. Sometimes you kind of fit in in the right moment and you can kind of pick off a world title. Remember, Pernod Whitaker did it against Julio Cesar Vasquez and then he went back down. We saw Miguel Cotto do it against a, a, a bit of an injured Sergio Martinez and then he didn't defend to go back down. So this is sort of the same thing here. Garcia maybe is trying to pick off a middleweight title and possibly he won't stay in middleweight. I mean, he might he might leave it and go back down, but at least in his resume, he'll now have middleweight champion. So I can see the, the mindset behind it and I can also kind of vibe with it when I look a little bit deeper into it and look aside from the, oh, the catchweight thing sucks. I'm not with the whole catchweight thing too, but when you put a little bit, of a, you put it under a microscope, it starts to make a little bit more sense. Having said that, I think Stan Jonas Thurman is a, is a, a more fun fight. Uh, I'm excited about guys like Stan Jonas kind of coming into the welterweight division. I, I do agree with the champ Tim that, you know, you got to have Jerron Ennis involved. PBC is about, about to lose a big platform. So if they're going to excite, if they're going to excite a big platform to take on their fights and their fighters, they need to start building up Stan Jonas and Ennis or something. They just brought Stan Jonas over. Okay, now you got to build up something like a Stan Jonas versus Ennis fight. You got to build up Ennis. You got to build up Stan Jonas because this new generation also has to kind of come into its own if you're going to get a big network deal outside of Showtime because Showtime is over. Well, Tim, um. You know, this this whole deal of two pay-per-views on the same night, um, I, I, it's it's ridiculous to me, but, I mean, this is boxing. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because I agree with Pauly. Pro-grade gaming should not be a pay-per-view, but it is. And now you have not only two dueling fight cards, but two pay-per-views on the same night. It's business. It's business. Ain't nobody going to stop their business just because somebody else is doing it. It's just what it is. I mean, McDonald's is open and In-N-Out is open at the same time. <laughs> it doesn't matter. They right across the street from each other. You know what I mean? It's just like, choose your poison. Which one do you want? Which one do you want to watch? You know, and at the end of the day, and I can just tell you right now, everybody's going to be watching Mayweather. I'm just not letting y'all know right now. And Mayweather, again, will will come out on top once again, and will steal the pay-per-view numbers from Haney and Progray, which, in my opinion, is a better fight. Chris? Yeah, I know. I, I agree 100%. Mayweather's Mayweather, man. We're talking brands. That's the biggest brand we got. Even even, even as far removed he is from his actual competitive career, you know, it, just his name alone brings brings everyone to the table. And the casuals, they're going to be like, De Haney, pro, pro, I can't even say that guy's name. I'm going to watch Mayweather. <laughs> I know that, that that's what the casuals are going to think. And they're going to steal, like you said, Tim, they're going to steal those numbers. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's going to be, it's it, dude, it's Mayweather, man. That guy, he he brings the numbers. He brings the eyes. He puts butts in seats. Um, he sells he sells pay per view numbers like like no one we've ever seen over the past couple year uh, a couple decades. So yeah, it, it's tough, man. Boxing boxing loves to go head to head. Listen, we're fighters. Even the even the promoters are fighters. They want to be competitive. Everything's competitive. They're gonna go head to head. And uh, it's unfortunate for the fans though, because you got to pick and choose. And a lot of times people cannot afford two pay per views in one night. Um, and even if you can, how do you have the time? I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, boxing boxing punches itself in the face, but what else is new? Well, December 9th is Showtime's final bow. Supposedly, look, this could all change because nothing has been confirmed, so we might be doing a show in another week with a whole new card. But um, we've given you what we know about that final Showtime card. Gentlemen, thank you. Tim, safe travels to Saudi Arabia. Don't forget to download, subscribe, ProBox TV. ProBox TV is your boxing channel.